Hello and welcome to Some Podcast, an in-depth look into the career and filmography of someone. Uh, I'm Mike <laughs> Smith. Joining me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and fellow person who also likes whoever this podcast is about. Mike Tacrucio. How you doing today, Mike? Uh, today is quite an exciting time here at Blank, a Complete Works podcast. Yeah, it is a, uh, it's a new chapter in our lives, really. Uh, here's what's going on today. After four years, Mike and I recently completed our podcast about Nicolas Cage. And, uh, man, I feel like I'm having, like, Cage withdrawals a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially too... with the announcement of National Treasure 3. Like, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not announced, I guess, but it's supposedly being written by by somebody. So that's, I mean, that's better progress than we've had in, like, ten years for National yeah. Treasure 3. So, yeah, it's been, like, two months since I've watched a movie with Nicolas Cage in it. It feels weird. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like I should be seeing some Cage stuff. Like, there's a couple of the 2019 Cage movies that we didn't cover on the podcast that are on Amazon Prime now, and I'm like, man, I kind of want to watch Kill Chain. Gotta get... <laughs> I don't watch Kill Chain, but I know we're going to do those as, like, bonus episodes at some point down the line, so I don't want to, like, watch them now, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of them are probably not going to be very good, and I'm not sure I want to watch them twice. But I'm just, you know, it's sad that we're done with the Cage chapter of our lives, but also we get to start a new chapter, Mike. Yes, starting and... fresh. And that's a very exciting thing. So, uh, yeah, we need a new actor to talk about on this podcast. But rather than just talking about it like rational adults and figuring it out off air, uh, we're going to turn this into a full tilt brawl to the death. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I mean, whoever we choose is likely going to take up the next couple of years of our lives. So we've got to be very passionate about who we're going after here, Mike. Um, Correct. So here's how it works. I've picked five actors who I'd like to podcast about. And, Mike, you also picked five. Neither of us know who the other one has picked, uh, much like how we structure our top ten episodes, but this time the stakes have never been higher. <laughs> <laughs> Consequences uh, will never be the same. Exactly. So uh, it can pretty much be anybody as long as they stick to a couple of rules, all right? There's a couple of rules that we laid out for the people that we are going to choose here today. Uh, the first one is that uh, they can't have been in any movies that we covered under the Nicolas Cage podcast. We don't want any duplicate episodes, and that eliminates a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> like right off the bat Nicolas Cage starred in 80 plus movies he worked with a lot of different actors so a lot of people who I would have loved to do a podcast about like Samuel L. Jackson or Sam Rockwell or Julianne Moore can't do them they're gone uh, hopefully neither none of those names were on your list Mike I don't know if you're like furiously scribbling <laughs> I might need a few minutes no, no. <laughs> uh, alright rule number two that we've laid out is that their career has to span at least 20 years um, meaning it has to have begun by the year 2000 at the very latest. Uh, so there is that also. And then number three, ideally, our picks are people who don't already have a ton of podcasts about them on the internet, uh, which is something that we have to deal with regarding Nicolas Cage um, yes. <laughs> during, during the time of our podcast. Although I will say we were one of the first Nicolas Cage podcasts out there and obviously the best one. Uh, Clearly. Yeah, obviously. Uh, So we're going to lay out our five picks one by one, kind of like the way we structure our top ten episodes on our Michael Michael Movies podcast. And then we each get to eliminate one actor from the other person's list until we each have one left. And then it's a matter of convincing the other one that our choice is better. Uh, So when I have one person, Mike has one person, he's got to make the case for why his is the better choice, and i got to do the same for myself. Uh, So yeah, in the event that we each have the same actor on both of our lists, uh, which is definitely a possibility because our tastes align in a lot of places, uh, that gives that actor an advantage and advances them to the final round where they face off against whatever actor remains on each of our lists uh, from the rest of the picking. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily guarantee 
that the actor who appears on both of our lists is going to win. I want to keep it like, you know, wild card rules. It's, it's going to be insane. <laughs> so that, in that event, it could be like a three-way race between these different actors. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. But yeah. So, uh, Mike, are you excited about this? the possibility of uh, getting on this, uh, this new podcast train? I absolutely am. I, I'm sad, like we mentioned before, about uh, Nicolas Cage. That was kind of bittersweet when you got that letterbox like year in review thing uh the yep. email that nicholas cage was our most most watched actor and like that's over that'll never happen again most likely um and that's that's sad but um i'm, I'm ready for some new stuff and, and it's going to be exciting to figure out who uh, we're going to be covering absolutely so yeah again stakes never been higher this is going to determine the future of this podcast for the next couple of years probably so it's a big episode for us uh so mike i'm going to let you go first uh give me one of your names that's on your list uh, okay, the first person uh, that I want to mention is uh, none other than Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. All right, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, uh, he's got a total of 58 film credits according to IMDb so far. So that, uh, you know, will clock us in at like just around two and a half, three years-ish. Um, right. and that's real nice. Uh, that yeah. was definitely a factor uh, we mentioned before, off air before we started that like there were some people, like I think it was William Sadler I looked up who's a great character actor. Uh, but had like over 200 film credits because he's in like two minutes of every movie he's in uh, for most of them. So yeah. uh, that'd be awesome. But I have to have a life. So he <laughs> can't do that. Right. And yeah, Denzel Washington, I mean, he's probably just one of the best working actors right now alive. Uh, and I just I feel like it could be interesting to see that. You know, I don't really know a whole lot about his early career just to see if he came on uh, the scene and was just like, yeah, I'm the best immediately. Or if he's one of those guys that was kind of just like. <laughs> You know, had a had a speaking law, a speaking role, maybe. You know, to start, is he like some kid in a McDonald's or something? Like, uh, what was Samuel Jackson's first thing, where he's just like a guy at a holdup or something, right? That was in uh, uh, Coming to America. You're talking about with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fun to see if if uh, something like that happens uh, with Denzel to get to where he is now, and then you know now he's been doing, uh, you know, some action stuff with Equalizer, and he had his uh, his Taken moment uh, kind of thing. Right. So it'd be fun to to see that arc. Yeah, fair enough. Denzel, one of the uh, the great actors of our age, and uh, definitely a good pick for your team, Mike. Uh, <laughs> my first pick on my team, and this is yeah, we're we're teams. This is a competitive thing we're doing here, Mike. Yes, we're drafting. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. My my the first one I want to throw out there uh, is one of my favorite screen presences, uh, one of my favorite actors, Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Oh uh, man. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Sorry. Uh, I think a huge draw for the internet who loves the meme of Jeff Goldblum. And so for that reason alone, I feel like, you know, hey, maybe this podcast can be marketable. You never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and actually, I, I was looking at it and, you know, I was trying to figure out. I, I, I made sure on my list there were no, like, other podcasts about my people. Uh, and I'm actually surprised there isn't one for Jeff Goldblum, but there isn't. And yeah. I feel like we can capitalize on that market. A quick search really doesn't bring anything up. Uh, there's tons of movies on the Goldblum resume. Uh, that I think we would love talking about, like Jurassic Park, like The Fly, like Independence Day, some Wes Anderson movies, Thor Ragnarok, your favorite movie, The Lost World. Um, <laughs> Goddamn right. Uh, but also crucial is that I think his early films, where he's mostly playing bit parts, include a lot of terrific movies in there. Uh, like Death Wish is his very first movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's in Annie Hall, he's in Nashville, and that kind of thing. Like, he's in a lot of very good movies early on in his career. Uh, so it, there won't be, like, you know, a period where it's like, all right, they're appearing in bit roles in these terrible movies for a little while before they get to the good stuff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for that reason alone, and for those reasons that I let, laid out there, I think Jeff Goldblum will be a perfect choice uh, for this podcast. Wow. Wow, that's that's a huge pick, not going to lie. Never even crossed my mind somehow. 
Really? Jeff Goldblum never crossed your mind? <laughs> he was the, uh, like, he was genuinely uh, the first one that I like had in mind for the season two of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look at my long list, and uh, yeah, he's not on there. What, a, what, wow. a, what, what am I even doing? <laughs> you just toss it all out. Just give up now, Mike, because we're doing Jeff Goldblum for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Incredible. No, we we have uh, eight more movies to uh, or eight more <laughs> actors to uh, to recommend here. So, uh, Mike, yes. what's what's your next one? Uh, my next one kind of uh, was uh, replaced somebody today this morning, literally. Um, really? It was yes. It was uh, originally Sigourney Weaver was on my list, uh, and this morning I was like, you know what? Fucking Viola Davis is incredible. I want okay. her on there instead. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like kind of I was for some reason was thinking about Widows, uh, the Steve McQueen movie that came yeah. out, I think it was last year or the year before. Um, and I don't know. I just out of nowhere. I was like, you know what? Viola Davis. Let's do it. She's got 83 IMDb credits, but I think a lot of them are TV movies and TV like appearances. Um, so it's probably way less or at least less than that. Um, right. Yeah. So I don't know how we're going to handle TV movies. We covered Cage's one TV movie <laughs> or pilot that he was in. Yes. Yeah. I think, um, you know, with, with Cage, it was easy because he didn't have any really TV credits to his name outside of his very first appearance, Best of Times, right. uh, which was a pilot that never got picked up for series. So we were able to just review the pilot. Uh, I think we would review TV movies if people are in okay. TV movies. Uh, I think for TV shows, if they're on shows, like Viola Davis is on How to Get Away with Murder, um, right. that show on ABC. Uh, so I don't. I feel like if it's a significant enough show, maybe we would review like the first episode or something, um, mm. or their first appearance on the show or something like that. But uh, I'm not really sure how we would handle like an actual TV series thing. Like I, the Jeff yeah. Goldblum kind of the same problem because he's on like two seasons of Law and Order: Criminal Intent. I want to say <laughs> we're gonna uh, watch those now. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching all 48 episodes or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, in the span of two weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think Viola Davis is a very good pick and one of the uh, again strongest actresses working today. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that's a good choice. Okay, my number two pick over here. Uh, again, one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, I went to a movie marathon celebrating the work of this actor at one point, which you were supposed to come with me uh, for, for, for uh, this, and you were over sick and you couldn't go. Uh, so this is like making up for it. Uh, it is Kurt Russell. <laughs> uh, and I want to do this podcast because I think it would be fascinating to chart Kurt Russell's career uh, from Disney child star to all-time great badass action hero um, before he settles into like a comfortable groove of being an awesome character actor. Uh, mm-hmm. Like that feels like the stages of Kurt Russell's career, and he like does it. Like I, I really haven't seen any of those early Disney movies, uh, and that's like a huge blind spot for me. I think that'd be really interesting to watch. Uh, and I know we would have a blast talking about his John Carpenter movies, and there's so many Kurt Russell comedies and other action movies that he's in that I'm like, man, a Kurt Russell podcast would be pretty dope. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Kurt Russell is a uh, my next pick for uh, for this thing. Man, that's another really good book, and one of the ones we kind of talked about before we decided we were going to do it this way. Uh, like way back, like years ago, we were like, "Hey, maybe next time we could do Kurt Russell." Uh, right. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's also a very good pick. Uh, and especially now that Disney Plus um, has all of his old when he was a child star, uh, his TV movies or not, his movies, his early movies as a kid, uh, which you know before that would have been probably very difficult to find uh, get access to. <laughs> that's uh, a good point. Yeah, yeah. Now a lot of those old movies are available on Disney Plus, so it'll be easier to do a Kurt Russell podcast than it would have been like a year ago. Yeah, nice. Yeah, all right, Mike. What's your What's your next choice? Uh, my next choice is uh, one actually suggested by our, our good friend EJ, and that is John C. Riley. John C. Riley. That is a good one. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, EJ did suggest that one. Uh, and he's not on my short list, so there's that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, John C. Riley, that is a really fun one. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool to see him go from a character actor, you know, starring in Paul, or not starring, but featuring in Paul Thomas Anderson movies and stuff like that. And then yep. he uh, meets Will Ferrell and changes uh, his life um, and just becomes a <laughs> comedy man. Uh, and I think he's probably, he's always been very funny, but like when he's just full starring in comedy movies, uh, it would be really right. fun to see that transition. Uh, he does have 105 credits, according to uh, IMDb. Now, I don't know if that counts. I didn't like take a quick look if there's TV stuff in there. there probably but there almost is, always yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, there probably is. And he's, and he's somebody who works a lot. So, yeah, there's probably a lot of credits to his name, for sure. Yeah. Now, we did mention one, at one point, um, I had mentioned to you, there's someone I picked specifically because of one single movie that I really want to review and talk about. Okay. And that is John C. Riley in The River Wild. <laughs> from like 1990 something uh, uh, Helen Hunt's okay. in it Kevin Bacon's in it uh, the kid from Jurassic Park like the, the little uh, the son you know oh uh, Joe uh, Mazzillo or something whatever his name is uh, yeah something like that Tim in Jurassic Park right is that the yeah, kid's Tim, name yeah Tim, Tim in Jurassic Joe Mazzillo I think he was in um, he's in Bohemian Rhapsody uh, yeah one, yeah as, yeah as one of Queen remember? yeah I know who you're talking about yeah and this is a movie about this family is on a whitewater rafting trip and they come across some, uh, I forget if they're bank robbers or murderers or some shit. And it's, it's Kevin Bacon, John C. Riley, and one other guy that are escaping from like the U.S. Marshals. And they're also on the river and they take them hostage. And it's like a fucking like, hostage situation, White River rafting movie. And it's incredible. And uh, I want to do John C. Riley just to talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I've never seen that movie. So that would be a, a there you go. an appeal for me, sure. Uh, that's a good one. Okay, John C. Riley. Uh, that that is a really cool one, and definitely a you know a cool character actor choice, uh, yeah. too as well. Uh, all right, my next one here. One of my favorite actresses, uh, Natalie Portman, Ooh. Uh, who I love. Uh, I think she's great, and like Kurt Russell, uh, Natalie Portman was a child actor, um, but in very different movies than Kurt Russell was. I mean, she showed up in some greats early on. I mean, The Professional and Heat and Mars Attacks, uh, and then. <laughs> And then joined up with the Star Wars prequels. And then I think it's really interesting to see how her career kind of transcends from there, uh, where she kind of steps away from studio filmmaking for a decade, does a lot of indies and small dramas, and then ultimately kind of builds towards her Oscar for Black Swan. Uh, and then she's been striking a balance between smaller films and bigger budget stuff ever since, and is set to come back in a pretty big way to a huge audience with a Thor Love and Thunder in 2021. Uh, so Natalie Portman, I think, has had a really interesting career trajectory, and uh, definitely I think, I think she would be a really great podcast subject. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. That's, uh, yeah, good pick, Mike. Yeah, all right. We are, we've got four more actors here to get through, Mike. So what's your, uh, what's your next one? My number two pick, well, my, whatever, number four pick, what, uh, whatever order. I've been doing them from the bottom up, <laughs> yeah. even though I didn't put them in order. Uh, <laughs> we started from the bottom, and now we're also at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, but that, that actor is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, that is a great choice. Yes, yeah, he's got 60 credits on IMDb, so like right in that sweet spot uh, yeah. <laughs> of uh, not going to be killing ourselves too much. Although potentially, we're right now at the the cusp of the Eddie comeback. Uh, you it's know, uh, Dolomite is my name. Big made big waves. Uh, Coming to America too. Um, I feel like there's another one that is in the works. Uh, well, he just hosts. He just hosted SNL for the first time in like 30 right. years. And there's a possibility of a Beverly Hills Cop 4 that he's, which he's been talking oh. about making for like 15 years, but now it's like the closest to actually happening that it's ever been. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the just chart that that arc from you know like biggest name in comedy and movies and stuff in the 80s, and 
Was he the highest paid actor or the most bankable actor? I forget exactly. He had some kind of stat uh, for a while there. Um, uh, yeah, he was. I mean, he was one of the biggest stars of all time. Absolutely. Uh, like, yeah. Like he single handedly essentially saved Saturday Night Live. The show is on the air today because Eddie Murphy was a cast member in the eighties. Wow. Um, and there's a whole, a whole like if you read um, Live from New York, which is the Saturday Night Live like oral history book, which I own because um, mm-hmm. I do, because of course I do, because I'm a huge <laughs> nerd. Um, you know the way the way everybody talks about Eddie Murphy, like he was like the breakout star. Like he came onto the show right after the original cast had left, and everybody thought it was gonna. You know, like Lauren Michaels had even left the show. Uh, wow. Yeah, Lauren Michaels was gone for like five years, and in those five years, that's when Eddie Murphy came on and just completely took over SNL. Uh, and, you know, and in the process became like the hugest star, you know, one of the biggest stars of all time. He, like blockbuster movies, 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cap, and all this stuff. So, yeah, Eddie Murphy, okay. awesome choice. Yeah, and I think it would be fun to, to chart the uh, the kind of you know transition from like kind of edgy dangerous actor uh, that's in those early movies right. to like the family comedy guy uh to you know norbit i guess um, and, then, <laughs> right. uh, the, and then now the, the comeback uh so yeah i feel like there's prime prime eddie murphy discussions to be had absolutely all right eddie murphy awesome choice uh here's my next one and uh this is mostly my excuse to watch a bunch of hong kong action movies uh michelle yo Whoa! Uh, Hell yes. Who is maybe a long shot? Because uh, I'm not sure how much demand there is from Michelle Yeoh podcast, but I think she's awesome, and I haven't seen enough of her Hong Kong action movies, so this is basically the reason why I'm throwing her out there. Uh, yeah. And she's at the center of one of the most successful foreign films of all time in the U.S. with uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, yeah, which I do love, and she remains at the forefront of uh, very popular movies with a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, a uh, major role in Crazy Rich Asians, and a supposedly pretty big part in the upcoming Avatar 2 and 3, if those movies ever get released. so <laughs> That's, Those aren't real movies. <laughs> One day, Mike, those Avatar movies are going to come out, and you're going to love them. You're going to love them, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Michelle Yeoh, I think would be a really cool one for this podcast. And I think, uh, you know, a, a different choice, uh, than what we've been doing, but also still deeply within that kind of action movie mold that we, that we really love. So yeah. 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 I mean, if we could just get to talk about Yes, Madam on a podcast, like, right. Like, yes. <laughs> Which is like her uh, third movie. So we'd be, we'd be doing that pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be incredible. Now, the only thing would be these might, those might be really hard to find those movies. This is true. Yeah. You're very right about that. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Uh, all right, Mike. Who's your last? Uh, who's your last pick? Who's your last draft pick here? My last draft pick is uh, none other than Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Oh shit. Yes. A bit morbid to say that it has an end date, at least um, for the movies. <laughs> um, but that was an issue with Nick Cage, you know, where we had to leave some movies behind. Uh, so yeah, he's got 97 credits according to IMDb. And, uh, I mean, just one of the, the all-time character actors, I think, that some, was also a leading man. Like, that kind of, he somehow managed to do both, where he just sort of had bit parts where you'd be like, fuck yeah, that's Bill Paxton. And then he'd be yeah. the leading dude, you know, leading guy in Twister or something. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was about to ask you, did you pick Bill Paxton just so we could talk about Twister? <laughs> not just because of Twister, but that definitely was a huge positive. Uh, we <laughs> finally crossed that off the list of podcasting about Twister. Also, um... This re- he really jumped to mind, honestly, when I um, rewatched uh, Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker, where okay, he's yeah. the captain of the basketball team on that movie. And I was like, holy shit, uh, we need to talk about Bill Paxton because he's that he's like that punk kid in Terminator. Um, right. His first movie is a vi- has a Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. Uh, so like, like just weird shit that he was in. Uh, and I, I think it'd be really cool to, to track his uh his arc and his one directorial movie, uh, I think it's the only movie he directed, Frailty, with Matthew McConaughey, is incredible. Um, 
So yeah, I think we'd, we'd have a lot of fun tracking down uh, Bill Paxton movies. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I love Bill Paxton. I think that's a really good choice for your podcast. And uh, then, okay, my last one, uh, kind of in the same vein as your Eddie Murphy one, actually. It's a comedian. And I wanted to throw a comedian on my short list uh, because I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Uh, and I went with uh, one of my all-time favorites, and that is Steve Martin. Uh, oh, shit. And his film career actually, actually kind of goes a similar trajectory to Eddie Murphy's. Um, where they're both starring in, you know, really big popular comedies uh, for adults, and they're really funny and great, very stringer, successful, great movies, and then that starts to give way to more mediocre family movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As time goes on, uh, plus we could do a whole series of episodes just on his bluegrass albums if we so chose. <laughs> so we chose. definitely could. <laughs> I think that would be the most unlistenable thing imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> we did that but i would have so much fun doing it so yeah uh so yeah my last pick uh, is steve martin for uh, for those reasons wow that's incredible right. yes yeah, so actually uh steve martin actually totally unrelated came up i was uh, doing a board game night with one of my friends and uh yeah. it was like this kid we were playing to crypto which is the, whatever it's a whole thing we have to use like uh, code passwords or, or so like uh hints to get people to guess stuff whatever and yeah. i tried to get uh the word was nose that I had to get my friend to figure out, and I used Roxanne, uh, and he didn't get it. But I, somebody like you would have, Mike. And that's all Thank I have to say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, I might have guessed uh, the police if you said Roxanne, but, uh, but <laughs> well, but he, he knew nose was the word. Like he knew oh, nose okay, was the yeah. word. I just, yeah, it was a whole thing. Don't gotcha. worry about all it. Right. I uh, all right. So to recap, here's what we picked: uh, my team, Jeff Goldblum, Kurt Russell, Natalie Portman, Michelle Yeoh, and Steve Martin. Pretty good group, if I say so myself. Nice, not bad. Your team: Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, John C. Riley, Eddie Murphy, and Bill Paxton. A bunch of sorry losers who are never going to be a part of podcast. <laughs> what a bunch of scrubs. <laughs> All right, so uh, so here's how it's going to work now. These these names are out there. Uh, Mike, do you have your, uh, all these written down, my team and stuff? Yes. Okay, Yeah, great. I wrote down. Okay, and I wrote down all yours. Uh, so we're going to go back and forth, eliminating each other's team until there's one left. I'm surprised there was no overlap between our lists, actually. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> that was a huge concern uh, for me, actually. <laughs> um, I think in my long list, I actually only have one of yours. I only have Kurt Russell in my long list. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I know we, yeah. I think originally the plan was we were just going to do Keanu Reeves um, for season two of this <laughs> podcast, and then Patrick Willems, uh, who's a great you know YouTube film critic, he started a podcast called Can't Get Enough of Keanu, where he is just going through every movie that Keanu Reeves has ever made, and I'm like, well, we can't just do that same thing. <laughs> same yeah. thing. Uh, so yeah, so unfortunately Keanu Reeves off the table, but I think that uh, opened it up for some more variety in our, in our choices, actually. Yes. Um, so that's a good thing. So, Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Who do you want to eliminate off of my list? Oh, my God. This is really hard, Mike. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> that's what you but get I when you have such good picks on my end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knew I had such a, a worthy adversary? Um, I am going to eliminate, I think, uh, Steve Martin first. Okay. All right. Steve Martin's on. That's a shame. Uh, it's tough, but I think for me, he'd be the least interesting, I think. You think so? I mean, you, you, so you're saying you don't want to review all his bluegrass albums, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we need to do an off-mic episode for <laughs> Mike and Mike. That's just the Steve Martin bluegrass review. Okay, that's fair. All right, so Steve Martin's <laughs> off the table. That's a bummer, but it means we don't have to watch The Pink Panther 2, so, uh, <laughs> so I'll take it as a win. Um, yeah. On your list, Mike, uh, I hate to do it. I'm going to eliminate Denzel Washington. You son of a bitch. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, and, and my reasoning for this is because they're actually, uh, and you, this was a few years back, so you might not be aware of this podcast, but there was a Denzel Washington podcast years ago that oh. um, W. Kamau Bell hosted, I want to say, um, who's, I don't know if you know him, but he, had a, he was a comedian, he had like a late night show on FXX or something. Um, okay. But he, he had a podcast called um, Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time, period, uh, where mm. yeah, they, they would just review Denzel Washington movies. Um, Fair. And so, yeah, I, I feel like, and I didn't even listen to that podcast. I just remember, like, he was he was a guest on a different podcast where he talked about it. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so for that reason, I'm eliminating Denzel off of your list. That's fair. That's yeah. legit. All right. So, uh, okay, I, I have four left on my team, Mike. Who are you getting rid of? Oh man, um, I think, I think I'm gonna have to get rid of. Oh, this is so scary. Um, <laughs> Man, I wish there was. Oh, I, th- I think it's gonna have to be Kurt Russell. What? Kurt Russell? You get oh, rid of Kurt? Man. My boy? My boy Your Kurt? Boy? Oh, <laughs> I think so. Man, well, okay, get, get, give me some reasoning behind your getting rid of Kurt Russell. Uh, it's just so many movies. No. <laughs> 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 Look, it's gonna hurt. Some, yeah, you're, you're looking for something short and sweet, is what you're saying, right? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Uh, I mean, not, not not exactly, but uh, oh man, I don't know. It's just hard. It's just it's a really tough choice, and there's some people. It's just they're gonna be let down, and that's that's what it's gonna have to be. I guess so. I guess you're right. Yeah, I'm starting to feel. <laughs> I'm starting to feel it. That that was a hurtful thing on your end Mike, <laughs> to me. Um, <sighs> all right, on your list now. Uh, okay, so you got four left. You have Viola Davis, John C. Riley, Eddie Murphy, and Bill Paxton. Um, yes. I think I'm gonna to have to get rid of Viola Davis. Yeah, sometimes I very it's sorry. like that. I am very sorry, but I feel like of all these actors, Viola Davis, incredible actress, stars in some great movies. But the kind of movies that I most enjoy watching are typically not the kind of movies that Viola Davis makes. You know what I mean? Mm, <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, like all these guys have comedies or action movies or whatever, and like Viola Davis makes some great dramas, and she's you know been good in various things. Um, Plus, this way we don't have to watch Suicide Squad, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to miss out on The Suicide Squad, or whatever it's called, the new one. Well, we'll probably review that if Mike might go to the movies anyway. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, we have another podcast, Mike, that may cover some upcoming <laughs> movies. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. All right, so who are you going to eliminate off my list, Mike, now? I got three left. Mm, you got three left. Oh, boy, this is really hard. Because there's one person that I for sure want. Yeah. I think so. I'm going to have to eliminate Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman? You getting rid of her? I'm getting rid of her. Oh, man. That is... I know. Man. It's a tough... You're depriving tough our audience of a Mars Attacks episode, Mike. I want you to know that. Fuck. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about... There's just the thing going around on uh, on Twitter today or yesterday or whatever. Someone took the... <laughs> the audio commentary from the thing and just cut it up like cut cut it so it's all the parts where it's john carpenter and kurt russell laughing yes I did uh, see that. man can i have kurt russell back <laughs> he, it's he's already gone you already lived he's already gone he's, he's out You're right. you, you, you fair, made fair. the call and now kurt russell is gone forever from this podcast if His, maybe he'll get to he'll get a chance in season three of the complete works um, maybe but alas season two he has been eliminated he's disqualified <laughs> His movies are deleted from the public consciousness. Nobody remembers who he is. <laughs> yes, it's like uh, it, it's like um, 
what Thanos is playing in like Endgame, where he's saying like, "Oh, I'll erase them, and then you, they won't remember you this time." You just exactly. erase Kurt Russell from all humanity. Yeah, uh, I hope you're I'm sorry. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the star of Overboard now, and it's your fault. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> all right, your list. I'm uh, looking at it. John C. Riley, Eddie Murphy, Bill Paxton. I mean, uh, I, of those three, I know who I want to make it to the end. Yeah. So actually, so actually, it doesn't really matter which one I eliminate again. <laughs> because <laughs> I'll be living in the other one later uh, so unfortunately <laughs> I have to say goodbye to John C. Riley. ooh baby I am sorry Mike John C. Riley's gone you will never get to talk about the River Wild I'm going to have to start a River Wild cast and just talk about that movie <laughs> like Star Wars Minute but for <laughs> yeah. but for this movie that no one remembers <laughs> yes yep. I saw what's his name Brian Sauer tweet about it one time John, uh, Rupert Puppin speaks on Twitter Okay, uh, and he specializes in movies that nobody remembers so Correct. Wait, no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I have two left on my list, like uh, Mike right here. Chef Goldblum and Michelle Yeoh, who are you getting rid of? Oh, my, this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make about anything. Yeah? Because I 100% want to cover Michelle Yeoh. However, mm-hmm. I feel like tracking down her Hong Kong action movies and those early movies of hers may be way too hard uh, for our <laughs> means and our abilities for such things. Uh, so I think I'm going to have to strike Michelle Yeoh. All right, Michelle Yeoh is off the list, which leaves Jeff Goldblum on my team, which, hey, that's a pretty strong lead. And, that is and a actually, very strong pick. And actually, he is the one that I most wanted to do on the team, so that's that's great. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and you've got uh, Eddie Murphy and Bill Paxton left on your team, so I'm sorry, Mike, I'm getting rid of Mr. Bill Paxton. No! Your Twister episode will be... Uh, we we got to do Twister at some point. <laughs> like we've talked about it so much, but uh, the Bill Paxton cast will not is not meant to be. Uh, I I feel like I, I would much more enjoy doing Eddie Murphy podcast because like like the way you said, I think he it's an analysis of one of the biggest stars of all time and see how his career went from comedies and he did action movies a little bit and you know then start doing the family stuff and then kind of the comeback and all that. So yeah, Eddie Murphy's a good uh, pick for you as well. So I think. The yeah. Jeff Goldblum versus Eddie Murphy battle has to begin now, Mike. Oh, my God. Um, First, I would like to point out that I'm going to have to now definitely have to do like a, a 90s action cast and just talk about Twister and the River Wild. <laughs> it's two movies that I want to talk about, and you've robbed me of the opportunity. Well, you got rid of Kurt Russell, Mike. So I think... Fair. <laughs> Suck. Don't, don't put that evil on me, which is a John C. Riley quote or movie. So uh, you well, you yeah, did? He, he, that's Michael Clark he doesn't quote in a Justin yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a shame. We'll never hear it. We'll never. We'll never get to watch Talladega Nights on it's this gone. podcast. It's a. It's a bummer. It's a bummer for sure. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I've got Jeff Goldblum. You've got Eddie Murphy. Mike, make the case for Eddie Murphy. I feel like we kind of already we've made the case already. Uh, just to see this the biggest star of a decade uh to go from the the highest person you know highest uh highest highs in hollywood making whatever movies he wants uh and to disappear basically uh i don't remember right. when the last movie he made before dolomite is my name uh came out do, do you remember do you happen to know off the top of your head you're that kind of guy um, I, you know what he made a movie called mr church uh in like 2016 i want to say oh, wow. uh that might have been his last movie before dolomite is my name i'm gonna look it up right now i'm gonna go to his filmography and uh, I think what okay. we should do is just compare the movies of Jeff Goldblum versus Eddie Murphy and see, you know, what what we would have more fun talking about. I think that might be the way to discuss, to figure Oof. this out. This is tough. 
<laughs> All right, so here's here's what we got for Eddie Murphy. So first, let me check to see uh, if he had any movies before Dolomite. Yeah, Mr. Church is his movie before Dolomite is my name, which was 2016, uh, okay. which was a drama that nobody saw. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so Eddie Murphy, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to start with. Okay, you've got 48 hours, you've got Trading Places, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Um, we, we would probably have to cover his stand-up specials, too. So Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious. Um, yep. Coming, coming to America... Uh, another 48 hours but then we also do the uh, beverly hills cop sequels which aren't as good Mm -hmm. uh the west craven movie vampire in brooklyn which i have not seen but i've heard not great things uh golden child probably uh we would do mulan we have to do mulan um nutty professor dr doolittle bowfinger which is a great movie which stars steve martin so we get a steve martin thing in there Oh, yeah. And then we have to do the Shrek movies also. Was that part of your plan, Mike? Did you want us to do the Shrek movie? You're goddamn right it was. <laughs> was that your evil plan this entire time? <laughs> We'd time it just right for Shrek 5. We'd be at the forefront of Eddie Murphy podcasting. <laughs> I, I I completely forgot Eddie Murphy was in Shrek when I eliminated, when I kept him on your list. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You fool. You, you can have back Bill Paxton if I can have back Kurt Russell. <laughs> It's too late, Mike. We're, we're in the thick of it now. Um, My God. All right. So, Eddie, I mean, Eddie Murphy has a lot of movies I think we would have a lot of fun talking about. And it's also, like, you know, he's got a lot of movies, but they're not, like, it's not, like, a cage level of movies. There's probably, like, right. maybe 35 to 40 movies on this list, really. Uh, and then, like, I mean, how many was on the um, the IMDb thing that you checked? Uh, it was 60. Okay. But some of that's TV appearances, uh, for right. sure. Because, I mean, he was a cast member on SNL um, back in the day, and he hosted a couple times, and... You know, that includes um, The PJs, which is a TV show that he was on and created mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so there's a few different things on there, which, yeah, so we probably have to talk about some of that, too. But, yeah. Oh, Dreamgirls also on the on the thing, too. Yeah. Which, Didn't uh, he which, win an Oscar for seen. that? Or nominated? He was nominated for an Oscar for that. He did not win. Yeah. I, but that was the thing, because he once he lost, he left the ceremony. He did not uh, <laughs> stay wow. for the rest of it. He was really mad about it. But, yeah, so uh, Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. Uh, there you go. So I mean, Hercules, baby. Yeah, an all-time classic. <laughs> uh, all right, and then you compare it to the films of Jeff Goldblum, uh, Death Wish, Nashville, The Sentinel, Annie Hall, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, that's just the 70s, um, <laughs> The Big Chill, The Right Stuff, Buckaroo Banzai, Silverado, The Fly, uh, Earth Girls Are Easy, uh, let's see here, The Player, he has a cameo in, of course, Jurassic Park, uh, Independence Day, uh, your favorite movie of all time, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Correct. Just uh, protecting her baby. Yep. <laughs> I saw you tweeting about that one the other day. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Prince of Egypt is on, is on the Jeff Goldblum uh, list Ooh. here, uh, which would be a cool one. Cats and Dogs, a classic, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have that on DVD. I have Cats and Dogs on VHS. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's like we've been par- preparing for this podcast our entire lives, Mike. You have to watch the VHS copy for when we do, if we do that episode. <laughs> I gotta fly back to New York, watch my VHS <laughs> copy of Cats and Dogs. Uh, let's see Absolutely. Here. Uh, some Wes Anderson movies, The Life of Quiet with Steve Zizou. And then, yeah, start, starting with the 2000s, he's in less and less movies over time. But he's in Steve Zizou. Mm. He's in a Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. <laughs> He's in uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, Independence Day 2, Guardians 2. He's a, well, Guardians 2, he's like a closing credits cameo. I don't know if that would count. But, of course, Thor Ragnarok, Isle of Dogs, mm. um, oh, Jurassic World 2. That's not a selling point for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much, you know, if that's the Goldblum versus the Murphy filmography, which of those sounds more appealing to you? 
man. What's the, do we have a total on Jeff Goldblum? Uh, according to IMDb, um, <laughs> you're gonna, uh, 127 <laughs> appearances. Appearances! That could be anything. That, that, that Literally includes... double Eddie Murphy, Mike. <laughs> but that includes a lot, a lot of different... Uh, Jeff Goldblum has done a lot of TV work also, which is a, right, uh, right, which right. a thing. You know, that includes... Um, you know, he's hosted SNL twice. He was on Crank Yankers a couple of times. He was on, <laughs> I'm looking at his IMDb. Well, he appears t- on Tim and Eric a few times. Uh, Portlandia Law a few Order. times. Law and Order, of course, uh, where he was a cast member for two years. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that includes a lot of TV stuff. So, really, I mean, kind of, I'm estimating here, just kind of scrolling through. I'm using Wikipedia as the, uh, as the list here instead mm-hmm. of IMDb because they kind of separate it by films and TV. I mean, it's definitely more movies than Eddie Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably like fifty-ish, I would say, maybe fifty-ish more. Oh, fifty-ish movies. Uh, where, oh, where, oh, where, oh. Whereas I'm, th- whereas I'm thinking Eddie Murphy is like thirty-ish. You know, okay. like it's, right. it's th- like maybe thirty to forty. Whereas Jeff Goldblum's maybe like fifty to sixty. Okay, uh, that's my that's my guess based on like just w- what Wikipedia is showing me here. Um, right. So it is it is longer. We will be doing the podcast. That's that's like basically an additional year and a half of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which is maybe not as much of a selling point for you. I feel like I'm talking myself out of Jeff Goldblum now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because I was going to say, despite being uh, longer or having more movies, I think the movies of Jeff Goldblum would be more fun to watch and talk about, uh, if that makes sense. He's in some Uh, weird fucking stuff. Plus Lost World. (laughs) <laughs> plus lots of worlds yeah he's in a lot of weird stuff and there's a lot of variety in the kind of stuff he's in uh for sure too which is eddie murphy it's it, it's a lot of eddie murphy movies you know it's a lot of comedies right uh a lot of which are great um but i feel with jeff goldblum you know it's jumping around like with different kinds of like big name directors there's a you know robert altman in there there's a woody allen there's don siegel and all you know all these different uh, big names uh, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm just looking at the 70s right now. Again, there's more. <laughs> the, I can only look at so many movies at once uh, on Wikipedia. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like really great movies. Cronenberg and Spielberg and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Lawrence Kasdan and uh, all these great filmmakers. Uh, Wes Anderson, of course. Uh, so, yeah, so between the two, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Eddie Murphy, it is like it's dead heat in my mind right now this is really tough yeah this is really tough i can't believe we don't have like a way to figure this out should we just like flip a coin or something (laughs) (laughs) should we call a friend what should we do should we call producer colin ask him to read back the minutes of the podcast (laughs) and figure out based on like what we've said so far who we should go towards (laughs) uh we Uh, could i could we could cut here and i could call colin (laughs) text him or something (laughs) and ask between the two of them what would he prefer and have him be the final arbiter um Okay, do that. Yeah, do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll be right right back. What's up, dude? Uh, Hey, yeah, sorry. Uh, We're doing podcast stuff. You're not going to be able to hear Mike, but you're on on speakerphone. Okay. Because we're doing our, uh, uh, you know, pick the new, a new episode, new guy for Complete Works. And we're at a de- we're deadlocked. We can't. We both want to do the other person's final person. So, as the producer of the show, who oh, <laughs> who would you rather hear a complete works episode, uh, complete works season about? Eddie Murphy or, or Jeff Goldblum? Holy shit! <laughs> right? That is a that is a really good final two. Right. Yes. 
So I I selected I put up Eddie Murphy and oh, don't tell, okay. Uh, oh. Don't tell me who. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> who picked? Yeah, but my this my initial thought was Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is yeah. that it? That's the one I think, uh, as decided by our unofficial official producer. Now, <laughs> I think it's going to have to be Jeff Goldblum. All right, thank you, I think Colin. That's my first official actor to be a producer. Yeah, the first official actual. <laughs> no, you check the minutes. That's a real thing, JK. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right, we're going to get back to the episode. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, right. thanks for helping. Not a problem. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. All right, well, there it is. Producer Colin has determined it. He broke the tie. Jeff Goldblum is the subject of the new season of The Complete Works. uh, There it is. Which means that I have emerged victorious. Oh, fuck, wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid fool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there it is. Jeff Goldblum. I am very excited about this one, Mike. I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about Jeff Goldblum. Over the next like three years, four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but wow. hope, uh, maybe it won't even be three years. Maybe we can like speed up the process a little bit. Maybe start at some point start doing this as a weekly podcast. I would love to have enough time to do that. If that's just a matter yeah. of like being able to do it, I guess. But yeah, are you excited for Jeff Goldblum, Mike? <laughs> uh, yes, that's who I picked. Yeah, man, it's pretty <laughs> funny that we like flipped. I wanted Jeff Goldblum. You wanted Eddie Murphy. <laughs> but in the end, I won. So there is that. I get. I mean, I guess I won. I don't know. The Ed Murphy one sounded really good too. Maybe we can save that for season three of the Complete Works. Keep it in the back pocket. Um, season three is Kurt Russell. <laughs> season three is Kurt Russell. God damn it. Uh, well, I mean, we'll probably have to do something like this again in in season three to uh, you know right. figure out uh, what we're gonna do. But yeah, so Jeff Goldblum is going to be the subject of the new season of the Complete Works, and I. I'm very, very excited about that prospect. It's a lot of great movies that we're going to be getting to. Uh, the first of which is going to be uh, his very, very small role in uh, Death Wish from 1974. Um, yes. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, again, he's like maybe in two seconds of that movie. Um, but it's a pretty good movie. So I think yeah. we'll enjoy talking about it anyway. Uh, were you at, um, was it Hudson Horror Show when they showed, when we saw Death Wish? I was not. I was living in Montana at the time. So, uh, yeah, yes. you, you, you went to that one. I think you went there with uh, producer Colin, actually. Yeah, That's there's it. actually a, a really funny moment where Jeff Goldblum's uh, scene came up and the film melted. <laughs> so they had to, or like whatever, you know, whatever happens with film things, um, came off the track or some shit. So they right. like had to, you know, fast forward a little bit or wind the film forward and then put it back on. So I missed his scene. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Goldblum, so hot he melts the film that is uh, projecting uh, his image uh yeah jeff goldblum we're gonna be starting with death wish going all the way until the world according to jeff goldblum on disney plus <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh we'll see maybe we do the first episode of that whenever we come around to it but yeah all right so jeff goldblum the new subject of the complete works i think a worthy successor uh, a successor to nicholas cage uh, absolutely all right, uh, so there we go. We'll be doing that episode in about two weeks. Mike, where can we find you online this week? You can find me at MD Film Blog on Twitter and Letterboxd. And you can find me online at uh, M Smith Film Blog on Twitter and uh, Mike Smith Film on Letterboxd, Radio Mike Sandwich on Instagram. And I will theoretically be making a uh, Twitter handle for this uh, upcoming Jeff Goldblum podcast, too, so you'll be able to follow us over there as well. And we got to think of a name for the podcast, actually, too. Uh, <laughs> Which, uh, I think, um, you know, like, I I was thinking about gold blooming, 
in my head, Ooh. Uh, which is a community reference. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you, if you remember that, but that's from the first season where um, Jeff is like getting obsessed with like uh, a pottery class, and uh, and he starts like muttering under his breath, and Abbott's like Jeff. You're gold blooming, and Jeff's like, <laughs> and just like gold blooming. I uh, uh, I don't even I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I think I think gold blooming will be a good uh, podcast name. I've also thought about gold blue maniacs, but I feel like that might be too difficult mm-hmm. for people. To That's talk. a lot of syllables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think gold blooming a complete works podcast could be the uh, the future of this Oof. thing. I like it. Uh, unless we unless we figure out a new name, a different name in the meantime. But uh, anyway, uh, so thank you for listening to the Complete Works. I'm Mike Smith. That's my degree show. Don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app. If you want to contact us, hit us up at Mike and Mike Go to the Movies at gmail.com. And you can find the rest of our podcast on Ratchet Press alongside the Review Zoo, a podcast about comic books and movie news and all that nerdy stuff. So our next episode of Gold Blooming is going to be the uh, <laughs> first one focusing on Jeff Goldblum, and that's going to be Death Wish. Very excited about that. Plus, keep an eye out for the next Mike of Mike Go to the Movies, where we'll be discussing the new Guy Ritchie joint, The Gentleman, which I'm also pretty excited about. That looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. And that does it. A new season of The Complete Works is upon us, guys. Uh, so thanks so much for listening. And we haven't thought of a new outro yet, so I'll just say thanks for getting in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> See, here I am now by myself uh, uh, talking to myself. That's, that's chaos, dude.